there, everyone. Welcome to the Birds Net Podcast. I'm Joe Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Dallas week again. The Philadelphia Eagles are heading down to Arlington to face off against the Dallas Cowboys. Sunday night football on NBC. This game is going to be most likely for all the marbles in the NFC East. These are the top two contenders for the division title. The Eagles, if they win, will hold the tiebreaker over the Dallas Cowboys due to a clean sweep of them during the regular season. And they have an opportunity to become the first team in the NFC East since the 2004-2005 NFL season when the Eagles completed their repeat and went to Super Bowl 39, where they lost, to the repeat NFC East champions. There has not been a repeat NFC East champion since that time. If the Eagles lose, then they could fall as low as the number five seed if Dallas is able to clinch the NFC East on their own. So this is a huge game for both teams. The Eagles need a get-right game following their loss to the San Francisco 49ers this past Sunday. The Cowboys want to make sure that they can stay in contention for the top spot in the NFC East. So this is a critical game for Eagles fans, and we're going to take a look at this game, break it down, take a look at what are going to be the keys to victory for the Philadelphia Eagles. So the first key to this game is going to be running the football. And the Philadelphia Eagles run game made some news this week when on Wednesday morning before 7.30 a.m. as Eagles players and Eagles coaches were starting to trickle into the NovaCare complex, some fans set up a sign right outside the entrance to the NovaCare complex simply saying, run the football. That was evocative of the Philadelphia Eagles having to deal with chance in Lincoln Financial Field a couple of seasons ago, begging the team, imploring the team, basically demanding the team run the football. Nick Sirianni addressed the point that those fans were bringing up in his press conference on Wednesday. We gave him coffee. <laughs> uh, no, hey. I love our fans. I love their, their passion and their, their energy. That's not the first time I've heard around the ball. Um, and you know what? And we, we, do need to run, we do need to continue to try to run the ball. Um, and so, no, I'm, I'm not surprised by, by that. And I, and I appreciate their, their energy because I know that same energy of those guys uh, sitting out there this morning when I drove in. Uh, they're going to have that same energy when they're, when they're cheering us on in the stadium and I'm thankful and grateful for that. And while the fans do have a point here and it is very important to run the football, the Philadelphia Eagles only ran the ball for 46 yards against the San Francisco 49ers. It is worth pointing out that the Philadelphia Eagles have had quite a number of 100 plus yard rushing games. In fact, during the Eagles last matchup against the Dallas Cowboys, the Eagles did run for 109 yards and the Eagles ran for 114 and 185 yards against Kansas City and Buffalo. And while the Eagles haven't had a 200-plus yard rushing game since the Minnesota Vikings game and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, when the Eagles ran for 259 and 201 yards respectively, the Eagles have had more than half of their 12 games be 100-plus yard rushing games. And then two more fell within a couple of yards of that. So the Eagles are at least trying to run the football, but there can definitely be a lot more done on that point. 
This is especially true when you're facing off against a Dallas Cowboys run defense that is 12th in the league in rushing yards per game. So there is definitely a lot of opportunity for the run game to flourish for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, flipping over to the defensive side on the run game, once again, the Philadelphia Eagles defense led up a huge amount of rushing yards last week. The Eagles came into the bye week, as I keep saying, first in the league in average rushing yards per game at 65.6. Coming off of the bye, they've allowed 300-plus yard rushing games. They've allowed 168 yards against Kansas City, 173 yards against Buffalo, and 146 yards against San Francisco. And they are now fourth in the league in that average rushing yards per game statistic at 90.3 rushing yards. And while one of the teams that the Eagles are behind in this statistic is the San Francisco 49ers, a team that is tied for first in this statistic, the Eagles are also behind the New England Patriots and the Chicago Bears in average rushing yards per game. And I wouldn't necessarily consider the New England Patriots or the Chicago Bears playoff contenders like the Eagles are. So the Eagles' run defense needs to shape up. The Dallas Cowboys' run offense is significantly worse than the San Francisco 49ers' run offense. The Dallas Cowboys have 117 rushing yards per game on average. So it's very, very likely that the Eagles will be able to capitalize on that. But the Eagles can't afford to give up another 100-plus yard rushing game against the Dallas Cowboys with the division on the line, with a possible playoff clinching scenario being in effect. The Philadelphia Eagles simply cannot afford to do that. That's not the kind of performance that you would expect from elite teams or teams that are in contention for not just their division title, but the number one seed, which the Eagles still are at 10-2. and two. The next key to this game is coming up with an answer for C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is the Cowboys' leading receiver. He is already having a 1,000-plus yard receiving season this year. And in the Eagles' first matchup against the Dallas Cowboys, which occurred before the bye, Lamb had 11 catches for 191 yards. So it was a really impressive performance by Lamb for the Cowboys, if you're a Cowboys fan. For the Eagles' defense, not so much. The Eagles' secondary is going to need to have some kind of an answer for the Cowboys' leading receiver so that they can try to isolate him out. One person that might be able to help with that is linebacker Shaquille Leonard, who did sign with the Eagles earlier this week. That is a huge boost to a secondary that was decimated by the San Francisco 49ers. And Leonard talked about why he came to Philadelphia earlier this week and how he plans to contribute. You know, um, you know, Nick and I were together when we was in uh, Indy. Uh, Nick was a you know, great coach, great competitor. Uh, we had a bond, you know, when we was in when we was in Indy. So we kind of just kind of just went with that. You know, wherever they need me, you know, that's 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 my job is to come in. You know, wherever the coach need me to be, you know, that's who I'm gonna be. Um, you know, one, you know, just experience. I think that I, I can, you know, help that out. You know, just, you know, what I see on the field or on the sideline, whatever the case may be, and you know, just be the best teammate I could possibly be. And that's going to be a huge help for the Eagles' defense, as the Eagles had undrafted rookie Eli Ricks covering Lamb for most of their first matchup. Sean Desai talked about the importance of game planning for Lamb a little bit better this week. We got to do a better job of getting around him too. You know, uh, uh, you know, he obviously had a lot of catch and run yards on us. Uh, underneath stuff and catch and run stuff. So try to uh, make sure there's some uh, bodies underneath uh, that can help us. We did a good job overall in terms of limiting them in the red zone and, and keeping points off the board. 
uh, but we got to do a better job earlier uh, and just get around him a little bit more. The third key to this game is going to be Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts had a couple of decisions over the course of the game against the 49ers that left fans scratching their heads. And Nick Sirianni was actually asked about them in his press conference earlier this week and was unusually detailed about the plays that he was asked about. Yeah, I don't think, you know, obviously we, we go through each play and, and talk about how to read it and, and things like that. And then that particular play, uh, on the first play, speaking of, you know, our, our design was to, to go, you know, without getting too much into it, was Jack was part of the play to, to clear out. And if you ask the quarterback to read everything on the field, you're going to affect his ability to read some things on the field, right? And so it, you can't it's, – it's like – and that's just how I've always believed to, to coach the quarterback is, and just get him, you know, and that just focused on this one part. Like, again, like I don't know how many times I've, I've heard when I go work a guy out or something like that, they're like, well, I had to look from here, 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 here. You don't like when you when you have to look at so much again. Your processing speed is going to slow down, and you're going to hold the ball a little bit longer, and the rush is going to get there. And so you have to define reads a little different. So I'm telling you that Jack wasn't part of that read, and that's and so when something like that happens and, and a guy pops, um, I'll always take that. You know, Jack popped. I got it, but he wasn't part of the read, and that's how I told Jalen to read it that day. As far as um, your second part, your second question, you know, it's really hard. Like the snap, the, 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 the quarterback center exchange, you know, wasn't clean there, right? And so the, he's picking that ball off the ground, and that's tough, right? That's tough. I mean, anytime you, you're, 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 you're grading more about the snap and the, the center QB exchange than you are about, hey, Jalen should have thrown the ball right here because, you know, you're not in a, a rhythm, right? It's boom, I got to pick the ball off the ground. Now I got to get like that. That's really hard. And and so, you know, in my in my eyes that when we put our, the numbers on the, the film of, hey, what what happened here? Jalen's number's not on there for that one, um, you know, because, you know, it was just a, it was more about the that exchange than it was um, and then the, uh, the read of the play. Now Jalen Hurts is getting time in the backfield being able to throw the football if he needs to throw the football. He is averaging 3.23 seconds in time to throw. And against the San Francisco 49ers, that number spiked to 3.85 seconds on average. Against the Dallas Cowboys, he had 3.16 seconds on average. So we'll see how things pan out here. But Jalen Hurts should have time to be able to make the reads, to be able to find the open guy and be able to get the ball to him on time. One thing that should help with that is the projected return of Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard. Goddard is slated to return from a forearm injury. We are taping this Thursday morning, so we don't know the Thursday or the Friday injury reports, but he was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. So the Eagles should see Dallas Goddard come back, and that'll be a huge help to Jalen Hurts as he'll have one of his favorite targets back in the offensive lineup. Before Goddard suffered a forearm injury in the game against the Dallas Cowboys earlier this season, Goddard had 38 catches for 410 yards. So he's a favorite target of Jalen Hurts, and we'll see how his return to the lineup really helps Jalen Hurts regain some of that confidence in being able to make his reads. My next key to this game is going to be third and fourth down stops. 
The Dallas Cowboys were a 40% conversion rate on third down when they faced off against the Eagles earlier this season. But the Eagles defense really needs to step it up on third down. The Eagles are last in the league on third down conversion percentage. The Eagles defense has allowed a 47.27% conversion rate across all of their opponents. The Eagles are slightly better on fourth down. They're at 50% on fourth down conversions. That is tied for 15th in the league. So they are technically in the top half, but it's concerning when you have an Eagles defense that is allowing teams to be able to get incredible numbers on third down and are giving up third down and long yardage like they were doing against the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers were 8 for 11 on third down conversions. Now, the Eagles were able to have a little bit better games than that against Kansas City and Buffalo. And again, Dallas was probably their best game in the third down conversion percentage since Miami. But the Eagles defense needs to step up, needs to be able to make sure that they're able to get off of the field. A key turning point to that was the... Josh Sweat offsides that occurred during the 49ers' third drive of the game that gave the 49ers an opportunity to score a touchdown instead of having to kick a field goal. So that was problematic. So it comes down to taking care of the fundamentals. It comes down to taking care of making sure that you're not making the stupid mistakes. And it ultimately boils down to making sure that you are able to get off of the field when you've completed the third down because that's going to leave your defense well-rested. It's going to be able to get the defense to be able to go longer into the game. It's going to make sure that the defense is going to be able to stay on coverage routes later in the game when it becomes more critical. The Eagles' defense has to be able to get off of the field on third down and fourth down if the Cowboys try to go for it on fourth down, which they did do a couple of times. The last key to this game is going to be the emotional element to it. There's a lot on the line for this game. As I alluded to, the Eagles are in a position to clinch a playoff berth this week with a win or a tie and some help. The Eagles are in a position where they could be the front runners for the NFC East, could regain their status as front runners for the top seed in the NFC. And the Dallas Cowboys have as many stakes as well. The Dallas Cowboys are looking to further solidify their status. They're looking for their first win against a legitimate team. They're looking to solidify their status as contenders for that NFC East title. They also can clinch a playoff berth this week with a win and a lot of help. And even putting all of that aside for this specific game, the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry is a rivalry that is so intense, and that was something that pervades through Eagles history. This incredibly storied, incredibly important rivalry for Eagles fans, for Cowboys fans, it's one of the reasons why this game, this matchup, is so fun to watch because it is an incredibly, incredibly passionate rivalry. It's something that Nick Sirianni alluded to before. Division rivalry games in general are always intense in Philadelphia, and they're going to be even more intense when that blue star comes to play. So the Eagles need to do a good enough job of checking the emotions. The Eagles need to do a better job of making sure that they're able to move forward because as Jalen Hurts says, that's the only direction that this team can move in even after such a disheartening loss to the San Francisco 49ers the previous Sunday. Now to Jalen Hurts' credit, he has not lost two games in a row since October of 2021. 
Now, one reason for that is the Eagles do win a lot, but the Eagles are in a position where they could continue that streak, where they could continue to not lose consecutive games. It comes down to who's going to be the better team. It comes down to these areas. It comes down to making sure that the Eagles specifically are able to check their emotions at the door. So those are my keys to the game for this week, but let me know what you think in the comments below. What are you going to be looking for in this upcoming Eagles-Cowboys matchup? Let me know. And thank you so much to everybody for tuning into the Birds Nest podcast. You can support the Birds Nest podcast by liking and subscribing to Birds Nest Media right here on YouTube and by sharing to your social media pages. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, and Spotify. Please visit birdsnestmedia.com for additional Eagles coverage. And if you feel so inclined to support us in a different way, you can find the link to our Patreon in the description below or at birdsnestmedia.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's go Eagles! Eagles!